Hi friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of How Blank Changed My Life. Each week, we're going to talk about how a different piece of media has affected the lives of a different person, whether this be a book, TV show, movie, online community, or really anything else. As you know, last week, we had an episode come out that was a little different than how things are going to typically be ran. That was just me talking and telling a bit about my story. However, our regular recordings will occur with an interview between me and at least one other person, but sometimes it may be up to five people. I'm so excited for this opportunity and to get to learn about different types of media that have affected people in different ways. Let's get ready to talk about a new type of media. And that's my friend, Kristen. Kristen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, so yeah, like she said, my name is Kristen. I am a homeschooler. I am 17 years old. I have a ton of brothers, and that's really all there is about me. You have what? Three brothers? Three brothers? Four. Four? I didn't know there was a fourth one. (laughs) Yep, four boys. Okay, so today, since this is our first actual person talking to us and not just me talking to myself, we're going to talk about a piece of media. So it could be anything in future episodes from a book to a song to a TV show. But today, Kristen has picked to talk about The Lord of the Rings. And if you just want to tell me a bit of the plot about that for people who may not know what it is. Sure. So a very brief overview of Lord of the Rings is essentially there's a world called Middle Earth. There's a Dark Lord who is trying to essentially take over this Middle Earth and to do so he needs um, this ring, hence the title Lord of the Rings. And the plot basically follows this little hobbit named Frodo who has to take this ring on a long journey to destroy it to prevent evil from taking over their world. Wonderful. And how long ago did you first read or at least take in some sort of the Lord of the Rings? Oh man, that must have been a while ago. I think I was in about seventh grade when I first got into it. I listened to an audiobook of The Hobbit, and since then I was hooked. So whenever you're thinking about the books, do you prefer The Hobbit over The Lord of the Rings or The Lord of the Rings over The Hobbit? Because I know a lot of people who are like, one significantly better than the other, and which book out of the Lord of the Rings series do you prefer? Hmm. I think... I do prefer the Lord of the Rings to the Hobbit just because there's more of it. And I think my favorite Lord of the Rings book would probably have to be the first one, which is The Fellowship of the Ring. Wonderful. So I have only read, I read the Lord of the Rings whenever I was much younger, like seventh grade, probably, if I was guessing. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed it. It definitely isn't what I typically read, but I did enjoy it. So tell me a little bit about what the book did for you in different parts of your life. So when it affected you the most in your personal opinion? Because it really felt like a safe place for me, especially when I was younger. The older I got when life started getting kind of tough with different things going on, it was something that was always constant. It was, it didn't change, you know, when the world got rough or when things happened, it was something that never really changed and really reminded me of some of the things that are important in life, even when it gets hard. Right. So is there a specific scene that you find yourself going back to the most in the books that has helped you the most? Or is it just in general? I think some of the scenes that really impact me are, I'm going to sound silly, but anything that has to do with the hobbits, really, Um, especially when they first start out on their journey when they're, you know, really wanting to go with Frodo on this quest and they have no idea how bad it's going to be, no matter um, what it would cost them, really spoke to me when things were really rough that these tiny little creatures who were, you know, not really heroes, but they were 
so willing to do something for their friend that they would risk their lives. And that was always um, a scene that always really spoke to me. I really like that idea of going with you no matter what and how dangerous it could be. Because I know that's something I struggle with in life is just connections to people, especially people my own age. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's really cool. The idea of that um, just in general, I guess. Mm hmm. Yeah, for sure. Are there any specific quotes or anything like that that you think has kind of been the quote that pushed you through and connected you to the story? Yes. So there's this quote. um, Originally, Bilbo Baggins, an older hobbit, says it, but then his nephew Frodo repeats it. And the quote um, essentially says, it's a dangerous business, Frodo, going out of your door. You step onto a road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Love that. I think that's really relevant for both of us right now in the point Mm -hmm. of life that we're in. Because, I mean, first of all, we're living in a pandemic, and we've both gone through a lot the last couple of months um, (laughs) together and some things alone as well. Yep. And, I mean, we're also at that point of transition. I mean, I just started college a couple weeks ago, actually. And you should Mm -hmm. be starting soon, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's definitely stepping out of that door. Does that kind of, is that still important to you and relevant to what you're going through now? Or did that quote affect you more when you were younger? When I was younger, I really struggled um, with connecting with people in general. And I really struggled with um, stepping out to be who I really was. That if we take that step of faith, you know, whether it be trusting that you know what you're doing, or in my case, trusting that God's got it figured out, just taking that one step into the road that could lead you on, you know, the most amazing adventure ever with making plans for my future and just living life in this crazy world. Right. We're definitely in an uncertain time. And I think it's really big for everyone to realize that you might have to take a bit of a leap of faith because No one knows Mm -hmm. what's going to happen right now in anything, and everything's unexpected. This is true. So there are movies of these books, yes? Mm Mm-hmm. There sure are. Okay, so is that a good there sure are? Like, what are your thoughts on the movie to book? Um, so I don't hate the movies. I think they did really well, especially with portraying the hobbits and the scenery in general. I think they really did capture the essence of that part of Middle Earth. The only thing that I don't particularly like is that they definitely make the dark, um, the dark things very, well, you know, dark, darker than I ever imagined when I was reading the books. And to see that for the first time on screen was definitely unsettling. But then, you know, you get to see the light triumph over the dark. And it kind of speaks to even if things are like that dark to where we're like, okay, this is a bit much. I wasn't expecting it. The light still triumphed over it in the end. Right. So if you could tell me a little bit about how you think the light, the idea of going from light to darkness or the other way around, whatever, affects the storyline for you personally, or just in a broader sense? So, I mean, the way it's set up, you start with Middle Earth, and on the outside, it looks fine, right? Like, the hobbits are living their life, there's, you know, a hobbit's gonna have his birthday party, everything looks pretty, pretty chill, and I think a lot of times in our lives, we get comfortable, you know? We've, we kind of find what feels safe, and we, we just want to stay there. Right. But eventually, something changes you know in the case of the lord of the rings there's a darkness that's been in middle earth that no one's really noticed and it's starting to kind of pop out more and more as the story progresses 
where we were like light and happy. And now we're suddenly in this struggle for survival, really, that, you know, no one could have seen coming. And that happens in the books and films. And it definitely happens, you know, in our lives where we think it's we're fine, you know, especially last summer or this summer, everything was kind of okay. And then we're used to it. And then out of nowhere, you know, rough stuff happened and darkness kind of came and tried to take over. But the good news, of course, is that as they're fighting this darkness, these creatures, you know, especially these little hobbits, they find this courage, this tenacity to keep going, something that they didn't even know they had in them. And I think even on our lives, when these crazy situations happen, and it's so dark, and we're like, well, you know, there's no way we're getting through this in that darkness, you know, there's always that light that we can find that and it does translate to everyday life. Right. So I have a question. I'm not going to go into any detail about what happened with the situation this summer. But I am curious, Mm -hmm. did you find yourself leaning back onto this series? to get some comfort from it. I definitely did, which I wasn't really expecting to, but I kind of looked back into it and there's a part in the book where they lose a friend, um, this wizard called Gandalf, where he they, they think he falls to his death. And it was interesting to read that again after what happened and see there was grief and they did have time to grieve, but they also didn't dwell on their grief if that makes any sense. They recognized what happened. Okay, you know, rough stuff happened and it's hard to deal with and we don't ever want to see those things happen. But at the same time, our circumstances don't really define who we are as people, you know? So it really comforted me to think, you know, okay, if this like three foot tall little character could get through this, then I I can make it and I can, you know, eventually get back to life and enjoying life again. Right. I think that's a really good take on it, um, especially with everything that went on. So with that, sort of following that, is there a character that you relate to personally more than the others? Yes, there is actually. So um, the youngest hobbit, Peregrine Took or Pippin, is definitely the one I relate to a lot. Okay, in what ways? He is all fired up and he wants to go and he wants to go so bad. He's saying that they're gonna, if they want him to stay home, they're gonna have to tie him up or something because he's bound and determined. And he's doesn't show up as this heroic, perfect character. Um, even though he's going on this dangerous quest, he's not, you know, experienced and he goofs up over and over on this quest. And that's something that I think I've identified with. Um, not that I'd ever, I'd love to go on a quest, but <laughs> I haven't. But just right. in every everyday life when I would struggle with fitting in, finding my group, things like that. I felt a lot of times like I was just kind of, the, you know, like the tag along, the little throwaway that's just there because they want to be there. And I kept messing up, but eventually through this character, I think God was actually able to show me how, yes, he messed up over and over, but he never got kicked out of the fellowship and he always stayed. And eventually he ended up being, you know, a key player in this battle for Middle Earth. And that was something that I've kind of tried to strive for in a sense was even though sometimes now I kind of feel like I'm just a little tag along one day. I think I'm going to be able to, you know, do something to really make a difference. Um, Not on my own, but, you know, even he wasn't on his own. He had a fellowship, but not on my own, but with, you know, help that I'll be able to do something. And that will kind of outweigh, you know, the mess ups because we all have them. Tried to strive for in a sense was 
even though sometimes now I kind of feel like I'm just a little tag along one day, I think I'm going to be able to, you know, do something to really make a difference. Um, not on my own, but, you know, even he wasn't on his own. He had a fellowship, but not on my own, but with, you know, help that I'll be able to do something and that will kind of outweigh, you know, the mess ups because we all have them. That's right. I really like that thought and that character just from hearing you describe it definitely reminds me of you just <laughs> hearing it. it's definitely spot on to you and you're going to do great things. Aww. So in relation to the character that affected you, um, what about the author? Do you feel like you were connected to the author in a way outside of just the story itself? Do you feel like you relate to the author? And remind me the name of the author again as well. Aww. So in relation to the character that affected you, um, what about the author? Do you feel like you were connected to the author in a way outside of just the story itself? Do you feel like you relate to the author? And remind me the name of the author again as well. So the author is J.R.R. Tolkien. And I can't, I mean, he died before I could ever um, read the book. So I can't personally connect with him in that way. But I do love the dedication, first of all, that he had to his work with he actually was the person who put the word Hobbit into the dictionary while he was working for the Oxford Dictionary, which I think is fun. That's and, super cool. I didn't know that. Yep, he did that. And he just the dedication to create, you know, a language and a history and this whole world like you can tell when you read it, there's a love for this world, really fall in love with the work you're creating. It's not just a, a thing. It's it can be something so beautiful. And then the other aspect of Tolkien that really speaks to me is truly his faith, because he lived in a kind of unsettling time, you know, he fought in one of the world wars, um, which actually did inspire a lot of the book. And you can see when you read it, just the parallels from the book to his faith with the ideas of, you know, resurrection, or good triumphing over evil, and all these different like biblical principles that he really believed to where they were such a part of him that they became a part of his work. And that that to me is just so amazing. Right. I have heard a lot about the connection between his religion and the book going into it. Can mm -hmm. you talk about some of those examples of what he added in there? I know you touched on it, but maybe just a bit more detail. For sure. So the the most obvious one would be, of course, in the minds of Moria with the resurrection, where Gandalf uh, the wizard essentially sacrifices himself for the fellowship and they think he's dead. But then later in another book, he comes back um, to life and not as Gandalf the gray wizard, but as Gandalf the white wizard, where he's now like the most powerful wizard in Middle Earth, which he became after his death. And I think it's interesting when you compare it to, um, you know, the resurrection of Christ in the Bible, where he gave his life, you know, for all mankind. And when he gave his life, you know, he came and lived as a man. But once he was resurrected, he was in a resurrection body, he was actually able to walk through walls, and he sacrificed himself, but he came back resurrected in a way that most of us would think is impossible. Um, mm -hmm. Just how it worked out throughout the story. So we have two more questions. And one of them is, is this a genre of writing that you typically enjoy? Or is it different from the genre you typically read? Really dark and twisted like other fantasy. And it doesn't right. have a lot of the, just a lot of the questionable things. It's very clean, but it has like a really rich plot. And mm -hmm. I'd say, do I normally read fantasy? No, but Tolkien, I'll always make an exception for. I love that. Okay, I actually came up with another question. So, <laughs> awesome. 
you have two more questions. So how do you feel like this book has made you a better person? Like, do you think it has or no? I think it's helped in a sense. There was about two year period of my life. So ninth and 10th grade where kind of closed off and I only really trusted like my brothers and then I would read books all the time and this I was also during that time kind of separated a little bit from God I'd kind of tried to figure some things out on my own and it wasn't working and I started rereading the books again and through those books and the struggles that the characters experienced I was really relating to them and I feel that God really used these books to kind of draw me back into him and to kind of embrace know what the world says isn't who you are who you are is who I say you know and that idea that my circumstances don't define me was something that was really highlighted in the books again with you know the little hobbits and how they go through really this horrible horrible situations and especially my favorite Pippin every time he still comes out and he's always cheerful and he's always ready to go for it and his situation didn't change him as an individual. And that spoke to me to help me kind of grow and okay, so even though I don't feel like I belong right now, I know I'm still the accepted in the beloved. And okay, it feels like I'm a failure right now. But I know that I can do all things through Christ. And that I think did help me to become a better person in that I was able to understand more who I was through these fun little characters. Right, right. That definitely makes sense. I definitely relate to that with the stories that have affected me. Um, Mm -hmm. So my last question for you is kind of a question, kind of a statement, Mm -hmm. without taking the actual description of the novel. So not what the plot's about or anything. Describe in one sentence, The Lord of the Rings. Okay. You can have a minute if you want. I can edit it down. (laughs) Awesome. I'm gonna gonna need a bit of a minute. Okay, hmm. that's fine. Since about Lord of the Rings. And without talking really about the plot or anything. Yes. I would say the Lord of the Rings is an example of how even the smallest person can change the course of the future. And that might be I... copping out a little bit because it's a quote, but <laughs> I think it kind of embodies Lord of the Rings as a whole. I love that. I think that is a wonderful way to describe it. So (laughs) do you have anything else that you want to add to this? Anything you wanted to touch on? So there is one thing I would like to mention for the people who, you know, are more into Lord of the Rings like me, or if you're just starting and you think it's a little confusing. There's a wonderful book called Untangling Tolkien, and it's by Michael W. Perry. And it is essentially a very brief history of Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings explained. And what I like is it's very simple, but at the same time, it also brings in real world comparisons that Tolkien would have been interacting with. Mm -hmm. And it's very helpful, especially if you want to understand it more. They talk about different authors that Tolkien was interacting with. They talk about how the languages were born because of Tolkien. And it's a very, very good resource for anyone who really wants to know more about Lord of the Rings. Wonderful. Can you say that name one more time? And then I'll also link it into the bio of this podcast episode. Sure. So it is called Untangling Tolkien, and it is by Michael W. Perry. Wonderful. Thank you so much for talking to me. This was really fun, especially for a first episode with actual humans. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I absolutely loved it. It was a ton of fun. Perfect. Thank you so much. And we're going to end it here. 
All right. Um, and thank you so much. I'm not going to put this part in. I have to yes, record the okay. outro in a little bit. But thank you so much for putting up with my crazy endeavors. <laughs> hey, no problem. I love this. And if you ever need a person again, I read a lot. So <laughs> perfect. I probably will. And if you know anyone who ever wants to chat about books, um, send them my I way. I will let you know. Because. <laughs> People don't want to chat to me because I'm a random person on the internet for most of these people. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I have to go help my mother. Okay, well, have fun. Okay, I'll see you later. I'll send you a message later whenever I get it edited. It's probably going right, to go awesome. up on Monday. Awesome. We'll see you then. Okay, bye. Bye. And that spoke to me to help me kind of grow. And okay, so even though I don't feel like I belong right now, I know I'm still the accepted and the beloved. And Okay, it feels like I'm a failure right now, but I know that I can do all things through Christ. That, I think, did help me to become a better person in that I was able to understand more who I was through these fun little characters. Right, right. That definitely makes sense. I definitely relate to that with the stories that have affected me. Um, Mm -hmm. So my last question for you is kind of a question, kind of a statement, Mm -hmm. without taking the actual description of the novel. So not what the plot's about or anything. Describe in one sentence the actual description of the novel. So not what the plot's about or anything. Describe in one sentence The Lord of the Rings. Ooh, okay. You can have a minute. Awesome. I'm going to need a bit of a minute. I would say The Lord of the Rings is an example of how even the smallest person can change the course of the future. And that might be copping out a little bit because it's a quote, but I think it kind of embodies Lord of the Rings as a whole. I love that. I think that is a wonderful way to describe it. So (laughs) do you have anything else that you want to add to this? Anything you wanted to touch on? So there is one thing I would like to mention for the people who, you know, are more into Lord of the Rings like me, or if you're just starting and you think it's a little confusing, There's a wonderful book called Untangling Tolkien, and it's by Michael W. Perry. And it is essentially a very brief history of Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings explained. And what I like is it's very simple, but at the same time, it also brings in real world comparisons that Tolkien would have been interacting with. Mm -hmm. And it's very helpful, especially if you want to understand it more. They talk about different authors that Tolkien was interacting with they talk about how the languages were born because of Tolkien and it's a very very good resource for anyone who really wants to know more about Lord of the Rings wonderful thank you so much for talking to me this was really fun especially for a first yeah, episode with actual humans <laughs> yeah of course I absolutely loved it it was a ton of fun thank you so much to Kristen and everyone else who listened to this episode who follows me on all of my social medias if you're looking for a social media account to find me on we are on Instagram under the same name as our podcast as well as reading to escape present on Instagram as well and the same username on TikTok if you want to get in contact or be featured in a future episode be sure to message us on any of our social media sites or at the same email address reading to escape present at gmail mail.com. I'm so excited to get to talk more and I'm so thankful for everyone who has followed along on this journey. And if any of you loyal listeners out there are a member of Nerdfighteria and would like to be involved in a new episode before next week, October 5th, 
on Pizzamas. I would love to get in contact. Feel free to send us a message. And thank you again for listening. I cannot wait to hear your guys' thoughts. Feel free to let us all know on social media. Thank you.